What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And when you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting and combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay and try out same game parlay plus. And FanDuel is now live in Ohio, so use promo code JNJ, that's J-A-N-D-J, and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday, January 23. And as always, we're coming to you live on the Amazon AMP app, 7 a.m. West Coast, 10 a.m. East Coast, every Monday and Thursday. And then you can catch the pod on all the other streaming platforms after that. As always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by my good friends, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? LeJethro Jenkins, <laughs> a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Uh, I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. And Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. <laughs> Motherfucking Mike. And you guys have heard us talk about Game Time, the fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S. If you're looking to get out to any NBA, NHL, NFL playoff games this week, or even a concert, Game Time has amazing last-minute deals on tickets to all of those. 
We're going to talk about it a little bit more on the pod, but uh, I got to take my son to his first ever NBA game on Friday night. A great ad for game time because you just never fucking know when you walk in the door what kind of a game you're showing up for. And we showed up for one of those fucking games. We'll talk about it in a minute, but shout out to game time for uh, helping me and Vinny get out to that crazy ass Lakers Grizzlies game. Uh, but no matter where you live, you can get out and have some fun this week. Download the Game Time app, enter your email, and redeem code JNJ for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, enter your email and the code JNJ, that's J-A-N-D-J, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Is that an A&T t-shirt, Tyler? Eighteen ninety one, baby. Damn. I wish I went with, to a with school the, like, OG, a with the OG mascot. You feel me? That shit hard, bro. Yeah. Do you feel like you in a special club because you went to HBCU? Um, I feel like I know my people. I I I, I, like, I, yeah. I, I see, you, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, the the main thing about being an HBCU alum. You don't even have to be an ANC alum. If you're a Hampton alum, if you're a Howard alum, if you're a right, FAMU right. alum, if we have that moment, like especially in like a professional setting, and we find out yeah. we both like HBCU alums, that's kind of the yeah, okay. yeah. I, I know I, you're a real one. You I know I'm a wearing real my, one. Yeah. I stopped wearing my how are you joint because the motherfuckers was saying shit and like I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm, you know, flexing, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I was trying to just, you know, show love. I, I still buy this shit. I just be wearing it around the crib and shit. But like, yeah, yeah I yeah. feel it, like it, I'm like it, it wearing yeah, it, 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 it ain't like, you know, yeah, they like fraternity garb. shit though. If if you showing love to HBCUs, we got love for you, bro. We are not okay, some yeah. elitist, you know. It's my biggest regret. Biggest regret in life, nigga. Went to school with them white people, man. <laughs> <laughs> I could not imagine, but man, couldn't be me. That's what you say, Tyler. Couldn't have been me. Couldn't have been me, Bubba. It, could, it couldn't have been him. It could not have been, been him. Been fucking, this, oh, you've never man. seen smug anywhere in the world. Like uh Tyler's face, whenever John brings up he didn't go to HBCU. <laughs> what type of nigga is you? <laughs> you paid money to be around. That is something it's I cannot hard, avoid, bro. and you pay money for it. Like, <laughs> no, you know, don't, yeah. don't do me like that. He borrowed Jesus money. Christ. He borrowed yeah. money. I'm still paying money for them white folks I was trying to be around. Lord have mercy on my soul. Jumped in the money pit, man. Oh, my I'm a God. jackal. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking borrowing money to go to jackal you. <laughs> to jackal you. <laughs> Fucking jackal tech, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit, bro. Wow. <laughs> um, Mikey right, even looking at me like, what type of nigga is you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you did that shit. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, All right, let's talk about that Lakers game Friday night. Um, You know, like I said, man, first of all, thank you to you guys. Thanks to Jackson uh, for helping set it up. Thank you to the Game Time app. I've been wanting to take my son to a Lakers game for a long time. Like we mentioned on the last pod, it's expensive going to Lakers games, man. It's expensive trying to get your kids out of the house. We take them to Dodgers games. We can afford that. And we're doing pretty well, but it's hard for me to justify breaking off a big chunk of change to go to one basketball game that we could watch on TV because I'm trying to make sure this motherfucker does not have to borrow money to go to college with white people. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do better than me, Vinny, please. You know? <laughs> so, you know, but, but, but it is, man. And it's like, you know, you have kids that are sports fans. It's, it's like, 
you have all these great moments with them, but it's difficult to to find a space to do that. So we got to go. Not only do we get to go, but thanks to game time, we had premier seating. So we got to be in Ooh, like yeah. a fancy area. They're bringing food to the you know section and shit like Sheesh. that. Um, and uh, he's close enough to really see what's going on. And Braun came over in our area. You could really like see him. You know what I mean? Like in the mm-hmm. flesh. So it was huge for Vinny. He was losing his mind the whole fucking night, man. I, I texted y'all a couple of times. He jumped yes, and touched every it, exit it. sign in fucking Staples Center. Fuck yeah. Right. That's how you know the hooping spirit is strong, bro. Right. He's, he's, he's jumping and tapping shit. <laughs> right, right, that's right. You know, that's, on everything. that's one of the signs that crossing ball is right there. Up in the kitchen real soon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but he like he he just he was just like overwhelmed. Like we just sat down and he was like he lost his mind to see Dennis Schroeder in person. He lost his mind to see Bane in person because he's on his two K team. Like he just every mm. single aspect when they did their little um, the intro thing, you know, Staples Center, crypto, whatever. They drop the the white curtain and they do a projection on it. This kid was like a, someone seeing fireworks for the first time when they mm-hmm. dropped it. He his mouth was open. I was watching him the whole time. He was just like, "What? How did it, it was make best, you feel? Bro. How did it make you feel being able to do that for him?" I I like I think it would have made me happy and proud by any means, but the fact that it came as a result of being on this podcast with y'all <laughs> is that like you really feel, I felt like just in tune with the universe. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, we're doing something positive and stupid and fun and goofy. And it's bringing this wonderful night into my son's yes. life. Like that's just, that's incredible. You know what I mean? You're, that's you're, you're that's having how I felt. fun with your family <laughs> off the benefits from having fun with your friends. Right? Like a Jesus Christ. correlation. You know what I'm saying? Which, yeah, what but, else but, you, you know, ever I, need, bro? Right. <laughs> that, that's beautiful. But, but like I told you in the, in the group chat, bro, like y'all hit the lottery with that motherfucker. Because there's like one or two games every year where where regular season games that we will remember forever because of the shenanigans that ensued. Like, we'll always remember the motherfucking um, Rondo-Chris Paul fight, right? right like, we'll right, always right. remember the motherfucking CP3 mm-hmm. coming back with, with, with the Rockets and him knowing the fucking back routes and trying to get into the you know uh, into the locker room and fight the clippers and shit we'll mm-hmm. always remember that ridiculous night we'll always remember the, the ridiculous ass night when Jokic hit the motherfucker fucking morris twin with the yes. sh- you know forearm shit <laughs> right, right, and right, the right, whole right. heat you know fucking t- team wanted to see that man you had you were there for one of these shenanigan nights that we were gonna <laughs> always remember for a regular season game with your boy and that's a yeah. beautiful motherfucking thing bro for sure, and I, you're exactly right, bro. Anytime you go to a game, you just want like you want a story, right? You don't want to go to yeah. a fucking 17 point win where nothing interesting happened, you know. And so for mm-hmm. it to be as crazy as it was, even the game aside from the shenanigans, that was just yeah, that was wonderful, a ridiculous comeback and, on top of that. And Vinny's developing a little reputation because my brother is this guy. <laughs> I think every circle of friends that sports fans has one person who's the good luck charm for crazy oh, shit wow. happening at the game, right? All my right. brother's that guy. My brother has been to two perfect games and four no hitters in Major League no Baseball. What he's the been, fuck? And he's not been to like a hundred baseball games, bro. He just like he goes to a game and something fucking weird happens to the extent that if the homies are getting like a suite or something, he always will have an invite to just like let's bring Matt, bro. Like let's, <laughs> let's bro. Let's even if he'd been to a hundred games, that'd be insane. Yes. That, you know, yes. If, no, if he was a crazy. lifetime, you know, and season Vinny, ticket holder, that'd be insane. Vinny's been to, of the baseball games he's been to, he's seen two walk-offs at Dodger stadium. He saw someone break a home run record of some kind, like most home runs in a game or something, an angels Dodgers game. Um, 
and he and one boring baseball game. But it's like, damn, you got a high batting average out here yeah, for a while's oh, foot. Yeah, fun. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we got to talk about Shannon Sharp. Obviously, I mean, it was great that the Lakers won. It was an exciting game. But the only thing, as Tyler mentioned, to talk about was the shenanigans. Shannon Sharp, shenanigan Sharp was really shenanigan Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I love yeah. that. <laughs> he was really on some other shit, bro. So first of all, it was on the other side of the court from us. So all I, what I tweeted was all I could give you insight wise from the arena is we saw it happen and it was funny as shit. I didn't uh, realize that it was Ja Morant's dad who got involved at the end. We just thought it was like, oh, someone else from the um, from the stands was like taking issue with it. You just see Shannon Sharp, you know, a step or two out onto the wood. He didn't go out on the court, but you just saw this like rush over to him. And let me tell you this. You go see NBA games in person, you really realize how alien these dudes are. We talked about this, uh, you know, you, like watching Jaw jump in person is like an inhuman experience. And it's, mm -hmm. it is different from seeing this shit on TV. Steven Adams walking over to anyone makes that person look like a tiny, like a Lego person. You know what I mean? He is a, di like from, from across the arena, he's a different species of person. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck Shannon Sharp was on that he really was that turned up about telling. I mean, look, we look. We all hate Dylan Brooks, bro. You know what I mean? We're all ready for Dylan Brooks to get we the fuck out of the basketball game. We all hate Dylan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Period. Was, was Dylan one of the names? Dylan's one of the names, right? It should have been. It should have been, no. I didn't, we all think we came up <laughs> with that. But I mean, we should have. It should have yeah. been. <laughs> but um, I, th I think I do think if you were watching it on TV, you got a better look at what all happened with Shannon Sharp than I did. But what, what did, what did, what did, what did y'all think of Shannon Sharp? Like, why does he think Braun needs him to cape for him like this, listen, bro? Listen, 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 bro. First off, first off, I want to say, as a Braun stan, <laughs> Shannon Sharp was our Leonidas that night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the we will always remember him as Braun stands. We'll always remember that night as the night tall, that one man. stood before millions. <laughs> right? Like so shout to Shannon Sharp. Braun stands. Right? What is your profession? <laughs> <laughs> shout to Shannon Sharp for the Braun stands for taking that, you know, stance that we're gonna remember forever. Um I really, you know, like, I love the shenanigans. I love the fucking drama shit, like, when this shit like this happens. I was confused when it first happened because I thought Shannon Sharp was wilding for real, for real, just based off Steven Adams' reaction. We never saw Steven Adams want to see someone like that, bro. Right. And I, yeah, and, 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 and I was like, bro, what the fuck did Shannon Sharp say? I thought he might have crossed the line or something, but it was just straight basketball talking too small. You know, run-of-the-mill shit. But Steven Adams, he's always been that dude who, like, you know, when shit's going down, he's like, bro, you don't really want to do this. You know, like, like, like motherfuckers want to get physical with him. Like he is like, bro, no, this is just gonna be a waste of our time. We don't need to do this. So to see him like turned up going at Shannon, I was like intrigued as fuck. Like, you know, what's the mystery here? But for him to just say, you bro, you're just too small, you know, he didn't cross any lines. We just I, I feel like I feel like Steven Adams just was like, finally a worthy <laughs> opponent when he when he saw Shannon Sharp or some shit, right? Hey, we need to get that motherfucking Shannon Sharp, Steven Adams, get that motherfucker on goddamn the 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 the, the Jake Paul shit, get it on one of those pay-per-views, bro. I will pay money for that shit. But Steven Adams it, would eat whatever anyone has I, for him, bro. I, I, I'm he, a, he's I, he's bro. he's a, he's nah. a, he's not Samoan, nah. but he's he's a, an Islander. He's Polynesian. You know what I mean? Like he, that, you could punch human, that man dog. in the face for a whole day, and all it would do is fuck <laughs> your hand up. <laughs> that's that's. I think that's a that. Yes, I think 
most me, you, Tyler for sure. Shannon Sharp different, dog. Yeah. I think Shannon <laughs> he, Sharp got he his work he a country out. ass nigga was a tight end and during a particular time, football tough is totally different than basketball tough. And that mm. nigga, bro, I think he got whatever get right is necessary to hit to catch that nigga on, on the chin and sleep his ass. I don't think it would happen. I think it's unlikely. I think Adams would probably cook him, right? But I, I'm saying, I think if anybody gonna get lucky if that was in that room, you know what I'm saying? That was it. That was that was a pedestrian, as as Dylan said, in the motherfucking, you know, crowd. It was Shannon Sharp's ass. You feel me? Yes. And Shannon Sharp, now have you, I don't know if you've seen Shannon Sharp's workouts, bro. The nigga, we talking about aliens. He an alien too. He ain't the you don't you yeah. can't see the alien. Shannon Sharp is yeah. fifty four years old, bro. And, 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 and still like and, and, and he got a twelve zero zero eight pack, body nigga. fat. Bro. Got a twelve pack, <laughs> and he built like one of them free fri- them fridges that you would get in when a tornado comes that would keep you alive, nigga. One of the motherfucking nineteen fifty motherfuckers with a with a latch on it. You feel what I'm saying? The nigga different. You feel me? So I think I heard that he said you too small. Dylan Brooks is a fucking Dylan. And got, you know, and responded like a Dylan was right. like, fuck you. And Shannon said, nah, fuck you. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? And regardless of what y'all think would happen, I believe everything that came out of motherfucking Shannon's mouth. Yeah. He said they didn't want no smoke. I believe that shit. I think Steven Adams, hey, he had some, yeah, he would have, he would you know, that's a mother, that's a word. Did you see like the, you did you see when, Everybody when, else, though, when Steven Adams one, took one step towards Shannon. Shannon Sharp and two security guards just bounced off of him? <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, fucking funniest shit. Bro. That nigga different, bro. Shannon not normal. So like, you know, I don't like, and I, I don't, and I don't think like, you know, what I'm saying, uh, ja, I think Jaws' dad came over there because he's Jaws' dad. I don't think he really wanted to, you know, what I mean, well, I don't think he really right. wanted Shannon like that. I think he's Jaws' dad. He's talking a little shit, bro. You know bro, what I'm saying? To try to calm they, it down. They he dab had his that hands shit up. up. They dab that shit up at the end. I was like, it's a country motherfucker from South Carolina, country motherfucker bro. from Georgia. This shit is not gonna be beef, bro. You no, know what I'm saying? Bro. No, yeah, bro. So. You know they gonna they gonna they, they might get to hit a barbecue joint. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? When they when they not in LA because ain't no good barbecue out here. When they catch each other in Atlanta or something, <laughs> they gonna hit a nice little barbecue spot together and talking. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Only issue I had with it with Shannon was that motherfucking weak ass fit he had on, bro. Put a turtleneck on, man. You a big swole nigga. A turtleneck will look nice on you. We don't need you out here with the Dior motherfucking ones and this motherfucking material. What the fuck type of cardigan was that shit? Yeah, I don't know. What the fuck? They need to Jesus. hang that cardigan from the Raptors, bro. Put that shit right next to bronze Man, jersey. Put, right, yeah. Put, put it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but bronze greatest bodyguard moment right there. For the vibe, <laughs> man. That shit. You feel me? For the moment. Yeah, but yeah, dog. Like, but I don't the, know, man. I, I I wasn't... People talking about Shannon ain't want nigga. I, I, I don't know. We talking about the same Shannon Sharp nigga. <laughs> And I love I love Shannon Sharp, but I will say that the only thing I would add about Polynesian people is: Did you see that Stephen Adams took his hair down before he walked over there? Only Polynesians, bro. I don't give a fuck. You're not gonna do shit with this hair, but I need to feel my ancestors flowing onto my shoulders before I go talk to you, bro. Uh, uh, nigga, Shannon Sharp lived in a house that was the size of a fucking room. He that type of country nigga where he was fucking shitting in an outhouse. All right. I don't know if you met a country nigga like that, but they damn near close to a motherfucking Polynesian like a motherfucker. They build different. All right. You feel me? I don't know if it was intentional or not. But did you see that after the fact people were pointing out that when Shannon Sharp was was quoted saying 
Dylan Brooks didn't want no smoke. He, didn't bring wanted, up, he, he did not he didn't mention say Stephen shit Adams about name. Stephen Adams. Like, you know why? Because he's a country Adams? motherfucker yeah. and he's smart enough to not say shit about the wrong motherfucker. I, don't, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, let's be real. Everyone he mentioned, he would beat their ass. <laughs> like, like, I didn't have a I'm talking about dog day ass. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stephen Adams only he, he'd have to get lucky with Steve. He'd have to get yes. lucky. But I don't think I'm, I'm keeping a buck with you, bro. I think Shan, the, the chances that Shannon got hands is better, better than motherfucking Stephen Adams. When, is, when do you think Steven Adams ever had to fight a nigga? I've seen a bunch of big niggas get their ass whooped. I remember this motherfucking name. Hold on, hold on. You, have, you seen a big, <clears throat> have you seen a big dude with a Polynesian tribal tattoo get his ass whooped? Nigga, bro, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> no, no, I seen, asking, a, I seen a big ass nigga that, I seen a big ass hood nigga get his ass whooped. You feel me? That's not what I asked hands. you, though. Bro, nigga, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I, I, nigga, I grew up in the South. I ain't, I, I, I don't know I no grew up in Long Beach, California. We're not known for having dudes that can't fight, but none of those motherfuckers fight Samoans, bro. That's all I'm just I'm saying. saying. My, I, what I'm telling you, though, what I'm telling you, though, I seen a big ass nigga get his ass whooped, think his shit was sweet. You know what I'm saying? By a, a nigga that was shorter than me, that was a cock-strong motherfucker. He got slammed at the bus and binked up. And I still remember that big nigga's face when he was like, damn, I'm getting my ass whooped right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it had never happened before, nigga. <laughs> and shit wasn't sweet. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. A lot of these big niggas ain't got hands. Stephen Adams, I, I, six foot eleven, was born in Rotorua, New Zealand, to a Tongan mother and an English father. His father served in the Royal Navy and fathered 18 children with five women in New God Zealand. Goddamn. And I still think if Shannon Sharp caught that chin, that two motherfucker would still Olymp be sleep. Two of his sisters <laughs> are Olympians. Three of his brothers are professional basketball cool, players. Cool, cool. There, there's cool. a line on his Wikipedia page that I'm looking at currently that says, after the death of his father, very sad, but it says, his brother Warren rescued him from the streets of Rotorua. This man lived has lived a life. <laughs> Rescued him from the street. Oh, wait. I'm telling know. you, you that, hear New different. Zealand and you think Australia light? New Zealand is Polynesian. New Zealand yeah, yeah. is New Samoan Zealand is what we think Tongan. Australian is. Australia right. is. You know he what got saying? a Tongan mom, bro. Like, <laughs> fucking. Anyway. All right. I don't, I'm, not, I don't discount, I don't, I'm not discounting anything you say. I, about I just Shannon think Shannon Sharp ain't a regular ass nigga out here in these streets. Totally bro. agree. You feel I, me? I, I totally I'm agree. Tell, I'm telling you, bro. His size. You know what I'm saying? Chiller need to line that shit up, bro. I would I watch pay. that motherfucker. I'd pay. I'd pay. I would pay, I pay money for that one. And I bet Shannon would sharp would, would, would shock some niggas. We'll I don't get think he knocks nigga out. I but guess. I think he shocked I'd pay pay-per-view money just to watch Steven Adams punch holes in trees like a Batman training montage, bro. I just need to see him hit something. <laughs> fucking mint stuff. I, 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 I would be more impressed with if he was to get right with Shannon than any of these NBA players. You know what I'm saying? Cause they yeah, like they, they they look like aliens, but like you know, I I think uh, I think football tough is tight end tough in the nineties yeah. is is I totally agree with different. That. But it, it I will say it does add some uh some context to the fact that Stephen Adams is like maybe more than anyone else in the NBA, the dude who just is will stand there laughing in the middle of any of these dudes pretending that they're about to fight or whatever. But you like, know what I mean? But like what Tyler said, he ain't laughing, Shannon. Right, he said. No, for sure. You know but he mean? walked over. He there. wanted it. He, I'm saying, he yeah. wanted it with he Shannon. It, yes, you for feel sure. me? But he probably. I mean, he, I mean, I don't think he would have came at any a lot of other people like that. Yeah. You know, Shannon just like that. G, you feel me? Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. 
Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We are able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code J&J. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Uh, talk about any bets I like this weekend. I'm a big Niners fan. I'll stay very far away from that Niners Eagles game. Uh, that terrifies the hell out of me, but looking at the uh, Bengals chiefs, I do like the chiefs 
I think that the Lions probably going to price in Mahomes being injured, and I think he's going to step up, get another visit from Dr. Happy, and be good to go on Sunday. So, football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with promo code JNJ. That's J A N D J. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer must be 21 and over in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Okay, spent a good chunk of the weekend watching football. Uh, I know John, I know that's not what John was doing, but I, I had to carve some time on the pot aside for Tyler and I to make fun of the Cowboys. This is a favorite pastime of me and Tyler's. Tyler, where, if it's grilling or making fun of the Cowboys, bro, that's a tough call. No, I usually grill when I know the Cowboys are about to lose, but... <laughs> This loss wasn't as satisfying because they ain't cowboy enough. Like it came down, of course, to the last possession in the fourth, and we. But they were on like their twenty with like you know third, third and same. We all knew Dak been so trash this season. We all knew how this story was going to end, right? Like that was kind of, you know, no, kind of took that to me. T- but that's what was funny was they fully bought into him being an elite quarterback after he beat the brakes off Tom Brady, bro, bro. The way he was yelling at his kicker that game, like, make the fucking kick. I'm like, hey, I don't know if you got room to talk, bro. Like, you've been trash as fuck all season. You know, you were trash as fuck this game when when your season was on the line and when your season wound up getting ended. So, yeah, man, it's just, I don't know. I wanted them to, like, I'm someone who enjoys cowboy losses, but I want them to cowboy in their losses. This wasn't really a cowboy loss, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think Dak throwing two terrible picks, it should have been a third at the end of the game, Mm -hmm. to lose to a dude making his seventh ever start in the fucking NFL when his whole fucking franchise's fan base had talked themselves into, he is one of the guys. He's going to go and he's going to, and then we're going to beat the fucking Eagles. And then to have him fucking shit himself against the rookie that was the last pick in the draft and where they did cowboy themselves for no doubt was the last play that they tried to drew up, which was the stupidest fucking shit ever. They tried, they tried to draw up some fancy fucking tricky shit. And all it led to was Ezekiel Elliott getting smacked in the face. That motherfucker got, motherfuck got knocked off his cleats like six yards short in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Irrelevant knocking off the motherfucking savior of America's team. That is something interesting there. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I just, I, I feel like even Cowboys fans are starting to come around and not believe the lie that they used to always believe. You know what I mean? I don't even hear the this is our year shit anymore. Like I really, really used to hear it. You know what I mean? So I agree with I you. Know. I don't know. That's my whole thing. The cowboy losses only fill my soul when I know y'all are on all the way locked in, invest, you know, all the way emotionally invested. And I felt like people kind of had some reluctance reluctancy this season. You know what I mean? So I feel like people, cowboy fans knew that this was probably how the season ended. So it doesn't make yeah. it a sweep for me because I'm someone who enjoys seeing dreams get crushed. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. An NFL writer named Dan Sizemborski tweeted, the last Cowboys oh, Super yeah, Bowl Dan victory. Sizzle. Okay, yeah, there you go. The last Cowboys know, Super Bowl win. <laughs> 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 the last Cowboys Super Bowl win is closer to the release of the Beatles Abbey Road than it is to today. Sheesh. So, yeah, they won. 
in the the '95 season, '96 Super Bowl. That's I forever mean, ago to yeah. kids now, bro. That is, that is. They're damn near, fucking... damn near thirty years ago. Like it's twenty seven years ago, bro. Like she, come, what? Thank you to Gerald Wayne Jones for being the worst GM in football. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Jerry Jones, <clears throat> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the question that has yet to be answered. <laughs> One of the greatest philosophical <laughs> ponderings of our time. Jerry Jones. All right. I gotta I'm I'm looking this up right now, but I have to read the exact tweet from uh this dude who <laughs> was was tweeting about Arizona in the Super Bowl. I know I sent this to you guys, but I <laughs> <clears throat> I gotta I gotta have his exact verbiage because this is truly one of the fucking funniest things I've ever seen on Twitter. Um hold on, hold on, hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. Jackson cut <laughs> You will get robbed if he oh motherfucker Wally Coyote. What happened? Oh the all oh, the Arizona. Oh, I'm oh yeah, we gotta fun with this one. I know. I got. I got. I should have. I should have had this said, shit. I, I thought am I had a it. cracker, and <laughs> there is no, there is nothing unsafe about Phoenix, bro. All right, here it is. All right, here it is. All right, this is a tweet from at Jug Peewee. Jug Peewee. You can tell he's trying to be a rapper, uh, nigga. That is that is that motherfucker threw cheeks, right? That motherfucker just threw rapper names in a goddamn blender. Right. He way. said, Joke if you from out of town coming to AZ for the Super Bowl, please AZ. don't be a dummy and think shit sweet out here. You will get robbed anywhere in the city. Be safe out here and just stay in your lane and have fun. Was he You're talking about Glendale, Arizona. <laughs> It's not even one of the hardest cities in Arizona. <laughs> dog, man. I was embarrassed reading that shit, bro. Embarrassed, dog. Come on, G. <laughs> Stop it. And the thing is, like, bro, he probably said that from a house with a yard and a palm tree in the front of that motherfucker and a whole garage, nigga. <laughs> You just got done mowing your lawn in the winter because the weather's so good out there. You know what I'm saying? And you talking about how hard it is where you from. Stop it. Jesus Christ. Fuck it. Uh, Nathan Nathan D., who's a fan of ours, tweeted at me. He said, you better check in with Wiley E. Coyote and Roadrunner. It's going to be some problems. (laughs) (laughs) It was on that man's dome. Deservedly. Look, I don't want to talk shit on Phoenix because I am of the firm belief that, yeah, this real motherfuckers everywhere. That's hoods yes. everywhere. Yeah, yes. that's absolutely, hoods absolutely. Sure. But I don't think you're going to get robbed. <laughs> I don't. And fucking Glendale while you're waiting on Super Bowl tickets, dog. Oh, I, I mean, I just, I just, I know everyone wants their their city to sound tough and, you know, that's why and all that shit. But why do people want it. their city to sound tough? Why do people want to say we got the nastiest criminals in America in my city? We're the Why most do dangerous city in the United States that nobody knows about. <laughs> Nigga, stop, bro. It's not. We're underrated as a hellhole. Right. It's, it's, it's just Christ, nigga. Like, 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 bro, like, like Richmond ain't nothing to fuck with. There's certain spot, spots in the, you know, in the city you do not want to go to. But, bro, you are, you, I promise you, you are going to be just fine if you're a tourist coming here and trying to eat a gourmet taco. You will be okay, bro. <laughs> I promise you, you'll be fine. Like, I don't know why motherfuckers just want to gas their city up. Like, like you can't even fucking step out without, you know, motherfuckers, you know, putting the tooly to you. It don't work like that, bro. <laughs> 
in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, the other great reply I got on that was uh, Tony Hubbins, who responded, man, I am a cracker in all caps. And I live in Phoenix. Ain't shit scary out here. And you know what? what? I believe a white man that calls himself that. The, the I believe social a white awareness man for a white man to call himself that. Yeah. There's a certain level of self-awareness yes. if you call yourself, use that term with reference to yourself, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro, I am a white, white man. The white and, of, I, I am a walking lick and nothing happens right, right, to me right, out right. here. I am begging niggas to rob me daily and it never happens. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, let's talk about... Uh, I want to talk about Tony Dungy. And I don't, I don't want to talk about the dumb shit he said or you know his religious beliefs or whatever i like that's all been chewed to death we all we, we we all know how the three of us feel and apparently how tony dungy feels but i do want to talk about someone's day job being to call tony dungy and say well tone we really stepped in it with some of these tweets i need you very simply nbc is behind you we just need you to copy this go paste it on twitter to apologize and we'll move on we'll never think of it again and Tony Dungy saying, got it. Screenshotting that text message <laughs> and it. then posting the screenshot with it still visible that it was a sent text message, which is, you know, it's almost adorable. I'm going to be honest with you. It's such a stupid mistake. It's just like, come on, man. Copy this shit, Tony. Bro, should have <laughs> handed it to your grandchild, nigga. <laughs> Hand the phone to your grandchild. You know what I mean? Ask a question. How do I work this phone again? You know what I'm saying? What's crazy is he probably didn't even know how to screenshot. He probably brought his grandchild to screenshot the shit so he could do that. You feel me? Still blew it. You asked the wrong question, nigga. <laughs> shit. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Silly, cause, silly, cause, silly cause, mistake. Because that shit... The screenshot was cropped. Ain't no way in fuck Tony Dungy knows how to crop Ain't a screenshot. Ain't no fucking Ain't way. Ain't no motherfucking way. Ain't no mother... He asked the young, young grandchild. If mm. he would have asked the grandchild in their 20s, they'd be like, Granddad, why the fuck you going... They going to eat your ass online, you know? <laughs> this is a great Type textbook out, quotation, this is a quotation marks. Quotation, the fuck you great, doing? Nigga, what, yeah, what the fuck you on, old ass? Give me this phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Tony. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, oh, it's being old, being old, like because like for so long shit was the same for so long, you know. And then like I guess over like the last thirty years, like the world has changed more times than it's probably changed right. in the last three hundred. No, you I, know I, what I, I'm I, I forget the name of it, but there's actually a a name for the curve that's on an exponential uptick of how right. like. You know, like you said, it took 50 years for the world to completely change. Then 25 years, then 10. Right, right, now, right. Like we talk about, it's Every really three years. Bro, like there weren't smartphones 15 years ago, bro. You know what bro. I mean? Like, I, like that's kind of impossible to wrap your head around because every single person you know is dealing with a smartphone addiction that's going untreated. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, they didn't bro, exist. Bro. Like not that long ago, they completely didn't exist. Like, like, like I, I think Tony was probably 40. When Wi-Fi exists, you know what I mean? Or maybe like, you know what I'm saying? When the Wi-Fi was invented, he might have been 40. You feel me? Like, the and then all of a sudden, he has to know all this extra shit and keep up with it, bro. Being a being that particular age, like now, I I know the world changes a lot. So I, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna know to ask that question. You probably, if you was born in a particular time like that, nigga, like, 
Bruh. It, might, it, it had to be a hard transition to nothing changing for 40 years or like the world changing twice in 40 years to the world changing so many times. You don't know when to take quotations off a fucking gray text and tweet that shit out yourself. You feel me? Sheesh. Yeah. I want to make it very clear we're not defending Tony Dungy here, though. We're not oh, saying no. that, that, that you know, him. age is an excuse. You know, he earned the right to say, no, 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 not, not, right. Right. not yeah. what he yeah. said was some not bullshit. Yeah, that yeah. was some bullshit. But yeah, yeah it's, just, it's, just, just to be clear, in the 1920s or the 2020s, it was always free to shut the fuck up and mind your business. Oh, like, oh for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yes, yes. And, and what I don't like about the whole shit. Okay, so, you know, background info, just to run down on the whole story. Tony Dungy commented on some tweet and he said, you know, he, you know, proliferated, you know, perpetuated the whole fucking internet bigotry. Yeah, yeah, conspiracy yeah. theory about how how high schools have litter boxes for kids who identify <laughs> as cats. Just straight up transphobic bullshit, right? And so this is what he was apologizing about. And, <laughs> to, be, and to be clear, you know that it's a straight up transphobic bullshit because it's the it's the one joke they have, which is what all three of us talk shit about Chappelle for making. Be like, I identify as a computer yeah. or a cat. Like, it's the same stupid fucking is, shit that yeah, they always say. It's so lame, lame bro. Yeah, it's so motherfucking lame. But yeah, he showed us that so he apologized to Vinny. He wanted to tell us that, hey, I don't think y'all saw that, that apology because y'all still on my ass. Now, I'm still not knowing how the internet works. And he, right. so he screenshots the fucking text from his PR people and posted it up there. And it's just, bro, it is the internet. Like I said, it, this isn't like a subsect of the internet beating his ass. This is technology beating Tony Dungy's ass. This is the world moving past Tony Dungy and beating his ass. Like, he does not know how any of this shit works. He doesn't know bullshit internet propaganda when he sees it. He doesn't know fucking right. how to work screenshots and text messages. It's just, bro, sit your old ass down. Like, you are not built for these conversations if your old ass can't master this simple shit. Also, shit like, you put the phone down long enough, you be alright. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you just know you, you, you apologized, you know, and they still on your head. You need to put the phone down and let it go ahead and you know fizzle out. You feel me? You you trying to fight it, <laughs> bro? <laughs> that ain't gonna help. Even if he got the motherfucking text right, tweet right and shit, they, they that's just more f- fuel to the fire, nigga. You feel me? So like, yeah, man, you just gotta you gotta understand this shit, dog. You on the ass end because you said some asshole shit. You earned it. Now you just gotta deal with it for a little bit. Sit your ass down for a second. You'll be all right in a week or two. You feel me? Right. All right. <clears throat> I hate that we're having a conversation like this a couple pods in a row, but but Tyler sent but. us today <clears throat> a highlight of Mikey Williams, one of the best uh, young basketball players in the country. <laughs> um, electric player. Awesome. So much fun to watch. Um, boomed on somebody and then stepped over him, stepped on the kid's hand, stepping over him. From Tyler and I's perspective, kind of contrived, a little forced, didn't seem to be natural. From John's perspective, just boomed on somebody, felt like he was fucking Thor, had to do something. But this is kind of the conversation we had about the the clip of the third graders celebrating. And I feel like... third graders, though. That's the difference. Forced celebrations to me, like... Is the la- is lamer than doing nothing at all? The fourth celebration to me is the lamest shit in fucking sports. And to me, as much as I love Mikey, 
and I, we're certainly no, no judgment towards him as a person. Obviously, we're talking about this yeah. style in yeah. basketball. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a kid, yeah. and we're not picking apart the kid and tearing him for sure. Down. Period. Period. But this is as we, as we talked about. This is across sports, and like I mentioned to y'all, every high school football game I cover, everyone's looking to step over everyone else. And as Tyler said, what's cool about the step over was AI just naturally did that shit. Yeah. It wasn't he didn't like, even he didn't even know Tyler was there until he looked over. I was like, oh shit, I gotta step over this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like it was spontaneous, it was cool, it was natural. This shit that Mikey pulled was not, it was none of that. It was contrived. You know what I'm saying? It was planned out. It was mapped out. He's like, oh, there's a defender on the ground. If I step over him, I'm going to go viral here. That's what it felt like, bro. It didn't feel like Mikey pulling off some cool, because I love shit talking. I, You know, I love taunting. I love all that shit. But this did not feel natural. It did not feel, con it felt contrived, and it felt, you know, like it was on some tryhard shit. That's why I wasn't fucking with it. As I told y'all, man, to me, it's just like I dunked on this nigga, and now I got to drag my nuts across this nigga. And I don't, I don't, I think whether the cameras are on or not, I think that's a normal reaction after booming on a motherfucker. I know he was, he took, he took a step one way and then came back. Bro, that's very natural. He dunked, saw the nigga, hopped over the nigga like and walked across him. Step, I wish he didn't step on the kid's arm. But I, like I said, I think that was because he looked to see like, hold, he blew the whistle. Did they call a charge? And then, you know what I'm saying? But like I didn't, I didn't necessarily think it's contrived. I just feel like when you like I've caught a few bodies. Just like I'm not, I'm not a type of nigga. I never ever was, you know, like I never. I'm, I'm no, I'm not comparing myself to Mikey or no nigga that was booming on niggas for a living. You know what I'm saying? It was booming all the time. You feel me? And like I told y'all, my actions would have had y'all calling y'all local congressmen. <laughs> like, not at all. If y'all if, if, if it was natural, and this was some this was shit. No, this is the bro. This was just nigga. I remember one, one of the dudes I caught, bro. Like was like this nigga wasn't even a hooper. He shouldn't even have been out there. I caught him off two wit feet, boom, and pushed his ass. Like fuck off me, nigga. You know what I'm but saying? But you did that and naturally. You know naturally, like like the same way Shaq did Chris Dulling. We love that. That's the whole point. We're not anti shit talking. We're anti being contrived and trying hard with it the just shit. Doesn't, That's like, when it's like, not cool anymore. Dunking on a nigga makes you feel like a god. And I think he felt like a god. And I don't think, like I said, I ain't, I didn't do it hella. So, like, it was a very few times. So, like, I don't think, you know, like, I I'm, I don't know if you do it so many times. You To me, it was like a feeling that I don't think I'd ever get used to. For me, it was like taking a bump of coke, like I told you. Like, and people that do coke, I've never done that. I was, I was, I about, do, I was about to say, I love I, that that's your analogy, even I, though you I, I only do adolescent that. drugs, but I've been told you feel like a god for 10 minutes when you do cocaine. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what's like, if you cat, cat, cock it back and boom on a nigga, that's what a low-key feel like for a second. So I don't know. It just seemed like he just was caught, like he boomed on a nigga, took his soul, was like, bitch, I own you. <laughs> I just, bro, like you know I said, I just, it, it, just, it just feels so unnatural because it feels so planned out. It feels so contrived. Look, he heard the whistle. He was he was at that man's feet when he heard the whistle. Right, and then he you, looked he, over. He, no, no, yeah, he knew he, he was either going to the free throw line or getting back on defense. That man turned the other way, walked over that, that kid's body, stepped on his hand, walked the out-of-bounds line, and then walked around the ref and went back on defense. Bro, there was nothing natural about that shit. That's my whole thing. It was, the, my whole thing is this. It was performative as hell, and the performance was trash on top of that. Like, it, bro, whether it was lame or not, I don't, I don't, I'm indifferent. I honestly don't, I didn't decide it. 
But whereas, whether it was a, a natural reaction, I feel but like it was my, a natural my reaction. Is, is, it's lame it because nigga. it's not natural. That said, wasn't some heat of the moment shit like AI stepping over Talu. He went I, out his way to step over that motherfucker. I, I, that's I, not natural. I think that's a, that's a, I think if when you if you dunk on a nigga and you like drag your nuts, I think that's a normal reaction. Whether you gotta turn your body to one step to the right and drag your nuts across the nigga, that seems normal because you just snatched his fucking Listen, soul. You feel me? One, let's let's bro. Like if if like I said, the whole shit just it just felt like cosplay from Mike's party. It didn't feel like some genuine shit. I told you. Go, 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 finish, finish. Go. The thing go, about AI stepping over Ty Lue, he hit the motherfucking shot that locked up a finals game. He that would put him at 41, I think, for the night. He and he he like legit busted Ty Lue's ass, didn't know he had made him fall and stepped over him and went and got back on defense. Bro, that all of that shit was genuine. It was natural. Iverson is the most effortlessly cool motherfucking basketball player we have ever seen. Right. And for and, and this shit with, with Mikey just felt like the other end of the spectrum. Like, bro, you got called for a charge. You turned you the for ball a charge? over. They called a charge? Yes, they called a charge. You got called for a charge. You That's turned so the lame. ball over. It That's the bigger been a problem. Yeah, it should have been a Why do we argue over this? It should yeah, be called a fucking charge. Fuck it, that. It should have been a tech because you stepped on his fucking hand. The step over was clumsy as fuck. The step I'm gonna over get was a, I gotta get out the bus. So it should have been a tech, but I'm, but I'm with you that it was. Like, <laughs> you step on, bro. You intentionally step on a dude's hand like that. Come you're on, still man. Republican you gotta protect these. Like, like, still like, bro. Republican take. You nah, just nah, say, nah, nah, nah. You just say the Trumper. <laughs> Tyler leaning towards Trump territory. Nah, when it should have been a tech. It's different. It's different with high school. You wear your sunglasses and and your motherfucking. Bro, you are. You aren't calling. You, call, <laughs> you aren't calling a high school stepping on another high school saying intentionally attack. Nigga, it was an accident. <laughs> it was not an accident. He intentionally tried to have this little viral moment. His, his, like, like, look, look, look. Like I said, here's my whole thing with the step over with AI shit versus this shit. This AI shit. Want him, this AI, shit want, AI shit locked up a final game. Kicked off the team, nigga. <laughs> AI shit locked up. <laughs> Just let me know when I can talk, man. Public getting me number one, Mikey Williams. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Tyler. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Look. AI shit locked up a finals game. He did not know he busted Tyloo's ass like that. AI has said he he hates to step over because Tyloo is his man and he did not mean to disrespect him like that, right? Fucking yes. Mikey pulled this shit. He got called for a charge. He turned the ball over. It probably should have been a tech because he stepped on that kid's hand. He, he tried to have a viral moment and everyone fucking hates it. No one on the internet likes this shit, bro. You intentionally pulled out the go viral checklist and no one is rocking with it. You are 5% on basketball Twitter for this bullshit. On, on basketball Twitter, Rotten Tomatoes with this, bro. Like, no one is rocking with it. It's just not the same, dog. That's my whole I'm point. Not, I'm not trying to... Comp I, I would never try to compare any step over shit to what... Iverson did. You feel me? You know, even the even like the. But I that's my. But to that's the, the to argument the against you saying. But that, but, Pippen, that, but that's the argument against you saying he felt like a god is like, 
if you feel like a god in that moment why are you imitating something you've seen? Exactly. I don't know if it's an imitation. I don't know if it's an imitation. I feel like it that is, is a natural imitation. thing. It's I'm trying no. to flex on this it's, nigga, it's, it's, but this nigga's on the ground right now. No, no, no. It's, honestly, it's, bro. No, it's, it's fucking, this is, this is what we've seen NBA legends do. Like, bro, like know. Pippen dunked on Ewan, knocked him down midair. And mid pushed him down, walked over him. Yes, yeah, I wouldn't compare it. That's what I was about to say yeah. to I wouldn't compare yes, it to that. Yes, yeah. yes, because you know what? Ewan jumped and contested the shot. This kid fell on a charge and you're going to step over him. That shit is not cool. That shit's corny, dog. Nigga, that nigga shouldn't have took a charge of that. Hey, why but, you but in that, charge? But, that's a, but, nigga. but that's the point, Mikey. You say he lowered himself to the to to someone taking a charge, which right, I, and I, I hate charge. Everyone's acting, everyone's acting uncool in that moment. Yeah, I'm not a fan <laughs> of taking charges, but fucking when Pippen walked over you and he bodied that man midair, he earned that shit. And you also, no motherfucker who his way took him down. that way. But I also like nigga. I'm gonna tell you. You dunk on a nigga. You ain't thinking about defense. No, that's the whole thing. He was thinking in that moment. He didn't lose himself. He said, oh, a defender fell. Here's my time to go viral. Let me pull out the whole viral checklist. Oh, I got to step over this defender that fell. And it was corny. That's my whole thing. He was purely in the moment and thinking with a clear mind and when he did that contrived shit. It wasn't natural. That's what I don't like about it. It didn't seem that way to me. I just didn't see that. I just didn't see it. I, I just didn't see it that way. You guys are tearing you, this family right, apart. Okay, that like, man was... Like I said, like we said, bro, we shouldn't be arguing, bro. We should be making out right now, okay? <laughs> this is not us, all right? You guys are terrible. I gave you six kisses apart. when I left you at the motherfucking movie shit. Six kisses in the public, in front of everybody, yeah. okay? You know what I mean, dog? Hey, we, this we, is we, not we us. Still, just because we argue doesn't mean we don't love <laughs> each other, man. <laughs> right. It's all love, bro. That's what I'll tell not, Vinny. That's what. That's let's what I'm gonna tell go to baby this Vinny. Point. Sometimes <laughs> daddy and daddy disagree about Mikey Williams' celebrations. And sometimes, even when you love someone, the only way you can talk about it is by yelling at them. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just don't see it that way. And I don't I don't know if it's I don't think none of this, I don't think nothing is cool, bro. I'm I'm indifferent to so much shit. So I don't really, you know, I don't give a fuck. You feel me? I don't know. It didn't, none of this shit be feeling cool to me. You know what I mean? But like, was it contrived? It didn't seem contrived to me, but maybe it was. And I did tell you, I think, I, and this is just, I think Mikey Williams is a great basketball player and I hope he's extremely successful. But I do think he highlight hunts instead of just hooping. That's, that's, that's not just him though. And I think that's part of what Austin Rivers was talking but, about, right? Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. yeah. With 15 but, 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 cameras in the building but for, what any, I'm saying for ranked is this, eighth graders. Well, that's everybody I, at this point. I don't know. I don't know these other eighth graders because they ain't good as like Mikey right, Williams. Right, Mikey right, Williams right. is the type of good that can go to the league if he just focused on hooping. You feel what I'm saying? So I think him highlight hunting, which speaks more to your point, Tyler. Maybe he is that type of nigga that, but it just seems like, to me in that moment, it didn't seem like that. But uh, he does hunt for highlights instead of just getting buckets, which I think prevents him from being or developing as a hooper. You know what I mean? Where he's trying to be the nigga that dunks on people. But, you know, you need to be a basketball player. You feel me? And I hope he, you know, I, I think him doing that in college is not going to cut it. It's going to push him to be a particular type of basketball player. And I think he'll be much better playing with Penny and them um, because he can't do that type of shit in college because there's too good of athletes out there now. How many uh, followers y'all think but, Mikey Williams has on Instagram? Instagram, like 15 million. million. 
Yeah, he got three point eight million. Damn, Tyler, yeah. you can get as high as fuck. Um, yeah, high as <laughs> you you that, thought that nigga was why, a rock. <laughs> but I don't know shit about Instagram. I ain't on there. So. Yeah, 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 for sure. The Rock has but like forty million too. But that's, so that's what, but, but 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 that is why, and this is what Austin Rivers was talking about. And I don't want to be an old man about this because I'm happy that the young people can have their own platform and get paid and all that shit. But it's different when you dunk, and in that moment, you are the CEO of a TV network. With 3.8 million followers, and you got to come up with some content in that moment, in addition to the dunk, right? And I like John. I see what you're saying that you think that the emotion was such that you don't feel like it was contrived. To me, I I see that in this generation is something they're constantly thinking about. Is it's not just about the play. I got to do something that's going to look cool as fuck on Instagram and TikTok. And it, I don't like it. I am an old ass Republican about that shit. I don't like it. I don't think it's healthy for the kids. I don't think it's healthy for the kids that they're playing against that are not Mikey Williams's <laughs> just like out there to be, you know, in someone's highlight or whatever. That's not to me what kids playing sports is about. And I understand what my version of kids playing sports is, is not a kid having 4 million followers and being able to monetize that shit the way kids, kids can now. And I, for, for me containing multitudes, I can be happy that the kids are making money off of it, but also think it fucking sucks that you boom on a dude and you're thinking about those 3.8 million people instead of just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> Which is I what think, I see in that moment. I, I, I don't, I don't, dude, I've always been like super excited. I'm a talk my shit type nigga. Or like, I remember like my, the first home run I hit in like, I think it was fourth grade. I had to be in elementary school because it was fall. Throw the bat at the pitcher? No, no, nah, nah, come on, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I hit a home run, ran around the bases, and then I did the uh, Deion Sanders dance, like the like the the high step shit. You feel me? Cause I was I was really excited, but I also wanted to flex on these niggas because yeah. I just hit a home run on these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So like you know, I mean like that was that was, I mean I, so I think that's kind of been natural. You know, I I, I, remember, I, I just you know I just don't think for our generation there's there's any analog because it, it it just was a different time. But now you do see little kids on Instagram and TikTok performatively doing these crazy fucking bat flips because they see people go crazy for it on social media, you know? And I'm yeah. not ever, ever, ever an anti-celebrations in baseball person. But when I see a nine-year-old, a 10-year-old doing that at another nine or 10-year-old pitcher because they see people do that shit on social media, that to me is something that I think is capital W. I'm an old ass motherfucker. Wrong. <laughs> That's you know, like I said, I'm not anti celebration. I'm not anti talking. I'm not, I'm saying, not, you know I'm not yeah. saying you know that. I'm not saying you know that. I'm not saying you know that. I love that shit. I just wanted to be natural. Like I told you, I was like what you did was natural, John. You weren't imitating something you've seen on Instagram a hundred times. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? That I, I was, I was imitating Deion Sanders, and I was also excited about the moment too. Like, right. But I mean, like you know, and I think he was excited about the moment, and he was flexing on a nigga too. That's all I saw. It's, and maybe y'all are right. But I'm saying what I saw was just that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I understand the feeling of dunking on a nigga, but he's done it a trillion times. Maybe at that point, it's not exciting. Maybe it's just something you do, and he's really just flexing for, for, for doing it for the gram at this point. That's unfortunate like I, 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 I would have loved the Sean Kent point. Like in that moment, I would have lost my shit if I saw that. But for yeah. you to just reroute your whole fucking, you know, your whole fucking destination and to walk over that kid, that was just 
That's what bothers Tyler. Tyler is you felt like you could see the thought bubble over his head in the comic book strip. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see it. It happened faster than that. It happened faster than that. Like I'm gonna let Mikey Williams fucking go. live as much more. Live as much more interested. Motherfucking Mikey. Y'all homeboy that be hitting the pause button, snitching on motherfuckers traveling and shit. That's gonna be me. That's gonna be me on how heartfelt was this taunting. <laughs> All right, uh, I do and that talk was to... Republican round ball brought to you by Viagra. <laughs> no, we gotta. Uh, Republicans we gotta... don't ever be working for whatever reason. <laughs> we we, we, we gotta go. Uh, we gotta Tyler. We gotta go dig up some. <laughs> we gotta dig up some other shit for next week, bro. All right, <laughs> we Republicans uh, fuck these last this shit. I know. I know. I, I, know. Oh, I hate man. it. All right, let's talk about speaking of. Uh, <laughs> well, one act of subversion we can all get behind is the French taking to the streets to protest their president trying to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64 because they're running out of money in their pension funds. If you follow global economics, you can expect there to be a lot more conversation about this subject in other countries, including the United States of America. Uh, the French have taken to the streets and are protesting nationwide. And I've never seen this in my life, but they brought out a grill with wheels on it that fit the light rail in, I assume it was Paris and are just walking the grill down the street as they shut these major streets down, just grilling up some dogs. That's incredible. I, my heart fluttered when I saw that. <laughs> that, that is like, that is like everything Special. I love in like one fucking, you know, scene, like, you know, telling these corporate motherfuckers, kiss my ass, throw me my money. And y'all having a cookout while y'all do it. Like, bro, I feel like we had the French people fucked up. I feel like there's this Low whole key. notion of French people being soft as fuck. But every time uh, Twitter has shown me whenever the government fucks with them, ever tries to take like basic rights that have been established, those motherfuckers get active. They do not fuck around. French motherfuckers hit those streets. They hit those blocks, and they let the motherfucking government know, nah, we not standing for this, and we will burn this bitch down. I feel like we might have French people fucked up, man. I agree, Tyler. I agree. I love seeing that, though. Out there grilling dogs, baby. I hope they had a little bit of burn on them, too, because you know you need yeah, that. Little char, you know what I mean? But good for them, man. Keep you, to, to keep you active in the streets. I, but here's my... And I made, did make this counterpoint in the group chat as well. I do feel like there's a little bit of... Mom, you're such a bitch energy from the French, though. You know what I mean? Where's that energy for any other government, bro? You know what I mean? You only do that shit in-house, but anyone else could walk into your country <laughs> fucking lay the oh, flags wow. down on the on the street whenever, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I, I told don't know, you. I told you. I, I, feel, I feel like the government's scary. I don't think the citizens are, bro. I think the government ain't calling the right plays, man. I think the government ain't. Like, like, like I feel like we all went to high school with that one kid. It was like, man, you know, coach just hating on a motherfucker. Don't want to let me yeah. shine. I feel like right. I feel like the French government is legit like that. He's like, put me in, coach. Put me in, yeah. coach. You know what I'm saying? The f the fucking uh the fucking the fucking French could have been on varsity as a yeah, sophomore, yeah. but the fucking coach was hating. I fuck with that. You know, coach be hating, man. Yeah, coach probably some be coaches hating weren't hating though, because I knew some niggas that was really cold that got cut. That shit, I'm like, man, you really should be on our squad, because ain't no reason Clinton Matt nigga is on this motherfucker <laughs> and this nigga. Dropping, you know what I'm saying? Teardrop layers on the top of the glass ain't on this motherfucker. That's crazy. There are some. This is this episode is really making me investigate the extent to which being around youth and high school sports as much as I am has made me slightly into a Republican sports person. Because I am one of those people. I I have counseled many a teenager. 
coaches do play favorites, and that's why you got to show up and you know make them. Yeah, you got to be the favorite. Like you got to work hard. You got like they're playing favorites with the kids that are the best kids. <laughs> like you got to be one of those kids. And now I'm realizing, ooh, maybe. I don't know. I, might I remember to, my I might, junior year, the best player on the squad. I remember my junior year, the best player in tryouts did not make the team. The best player, the best player that tried out, the best player on the floor. He was a cold motherfucker, bro. His dad, Ted, his dad snatched him and we went somewhere else and he was cooking at that school. You feel me? But he was the best player. I think the dad was too active or something and the coach didn't like that and said, but you know no. what? Again, and this again from 15 years of being around high school sports, you sometimes—I mean, a lot of times—you'd rather not have the talented kid if you could avoid the crazy dad. Yeah, because yeah, the crazy yeah. dad could fuck up the other kids too. And I, but I think this was a thing. That team wasn't going to be good regardless. Right. You know, they, they were, they were, they were a D style. That was my sophomore year. They were a good, they were a good team. Like he would have been good. He was really good, really, really good. And they would have been a 500 team. You know what I'm saying? And and he was just like, it's not worth the stress of this dad for a really good player on a very reg- medi- yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, mediocre yeah. team who's going to be mediocre even without him. You know what I'm saying? So that coach, I think that coach might have been right. I don't know. All right, before, <laughs> <laughs> but it was the kid that was affected. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I I talked to a lot of sports dads about that though, bro. They don't understand that shit. It's like these coaches talk to each other, the refs talk to each other, the college coaches talk to each other. I've seen dads fuck their kid out of a college scholarship because they they were started talking to a college coach about, oh, this is what he plays, this is what I want him to do, and shit. It's it's not. It's not. If you're trying to get to San Jose State, shit. It's yeah. Your kid, right, right. Your kid Reggie ain't Bush's like that. Reggie Bush's dad can say some shit like that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but if your kid is seventeen and you don't know if he's Reggie Bush or not, he's not Reggie Bush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You'd have known if he's Reggie Bush in eighth grade in this time period. You know what I'm saying? So. <clears throat> we have to talk about the last topic, and I, I apologize for us not having talked about this sooner because a bunch of people have tweeted us about this. We need to talk about United States Congressman. George Santos, a.k.a. I believe his actual name was Anthony DeVolder. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Really? That yeah. His name ain't even Wait, right. so his whole name is... is Anthony yes. DeVolder? DeVolder. What Wait, was, so what, this what, nigga what was, really just a walking um, lie. <laughs> what was goddamn uh, Principal Skinner's name? Armin Tenzeri? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anthony yeah. DeVolder. <laughs> Armin Tanzarian ass nigga dog The fuck <laughs> So George Skinner, Santos Is that from Doug? Principal Skinner No yeah, Principal Skinner His name was Armin Tanzarian man I'm saying is that from Is that Principal Skinner Is that nah, from nah, Doug? That's, that's from the Simpsons bro Simpsons okay I'm tripping I'm tripping yeah. I'm tripping yeah. Alright uh, George Anthony DeVolder Santos <laughs> Who previously went by <laughs> DeVolder is a 34-year-old uh, congressman. 34? Yes. I thought he was like 48 when I seen that mo. No, dog. Okay, he's, like, uh, he's like us. And he's just like the kid that you knew, me, who lied too much in elementary school or whatever and got caught in it. And he just kept lying. This dude. That's a liar, dog. <laughs> that is the liar in a movie, bro. He was. He thought he was. He was like the the lead character of his own movie, dog. 
That's crazy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He he may in between the live record and this being uploaded somewhere uh, else for you to listen to. He may be you know out of office at this point. But um, <laughs> he okay among the lies. So basically, this dude's entire congressional bio was a lie. He fabricated everything. He said he went to Baruch College where he was a volleyball player who was two time All Conference. Come on, man. Not one. Part of on, that man. is true. He did not I'm, play volleyball. He was not all conference, and he didn't even go to the college. He said he was a two-time all conference men's volleyball player at a college he did not attend. Come on, man. <laughs> that motherfucker tubby as hell, too, right? Like you don't even look like a volleyball player. You you could have said bowling or some shit. Volleyball though? <laughs> like, oh, come on, bro. And he was out there. He he was in Brazil in drag and denied that, even though there's photos of him. <laughs> he went crazy though. I just saw the picture. He went crazy. <laughs> he went crazy. Sheesh, that's a that's a nice little get up. I just want to say, like every every year around signing day for for colleges, there's the story, a sad story about a kid who'd been lying about offers, and it gets exposed on signing day that like the NLI doesn't get facts right for him to sign. This dude is like, if that happened, and the kid just forged the NLI, signed it, and then showed up to the college and told the coaches he's on the team, like he just never, he just won't have his, he will not receive his comeuppance. He just keeps plowing ahead like, well, they caught this lie. That seems like he probably needs another three lies to paper that over. Oh, they caught two of those. That's probably another four lies each to figure that one over. It's unbelievable. And he's in the United States Congress. It worked. Like, how, how, long, how long has he been in Congress? He just got elected. And so that's when all this stuff started coming to light because people started investigating. The I think fact I've heard that, his like, name prior to... Nah, maybe that's how he got away nah, with he it. Was, he's... He 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 came up being a. They stole the the election from Trump, or like, bro, the, it's it's so fucking easy to grift the fucking right. All you got to do is Christ. hop out there and be just be like, yo, I'm pro Trump. You know, they're trying to take you know whatever the fuck you know racist, bigoted, whatever talking points you want to go with, and motherfuckers will vote for you. They don't care. Special stuff. Anyway, shout out to I need to, to tap I, all the way into that. That shit is hilarious. I've come around on George Santos. I'm a huge admirer at this point. You're a fan? You're yeah. a fan at this point? I'm a big fan. <laughs> the brazenness. <laughs> I'm a big fan of brazenness. That I, I don't think I've ever seen a more brazen motherfucker than this dude. He needs to lie now and just say that he was doing this to prove how easy it is to fool these idiots and then go all the way left. You feel yes. me? Yes. And that's the lie that needs to be told. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, then that's you, the you know, one lie to back on the good all. graces, right? That's what that's <laughs> the, the one lie to unite them all. <laughs> right. All of the previous <laughs> lies <laughs> to, 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 were you know satire. <laughs> right? It was a lark. It was a goof right, up to this me? point. But now, <laughs> but now, complete for my story. final act. Complete story. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, uh, that's all the time we got today. We'll be In back my on final Thursday. Act. Hope uh, hope everybody's week is off to a good start, and uh, we'll see y'all in a couple days. Bye. 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 This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.